Hey everyone, it's Darian, and I'm really glad you're joining us on our last episode of season five. A special thank you to my subscribers, Buttercup Sally, Rachel, Lee Ma, Kat, and Elena. And according to my podcast host, Buzzsprout, this show is listened to in 87 countries. So here's a look back at my season five guests who've helped to make that happen. What would be the best case scenario for this lawsuit? Well, what will happen as a result of this lawsuit is we're going to know definitively once and for all which historical materials are in the public domain. We'll be able to talk about them. We won't be worried about wor words we use. We'll be able to post them. We'll be able to share them. And it doesn't matter whether they are grids of the exercises or simply a photo of Joe in street clothes holding his cigar. I mean, <laughs> we'll be able to we'll be able to share them and discuss. There's been up to now a, a cloud kind of hanging over all of us, and I feel like this cloud will be lifted, and it will be a win for everybody. And it just goes to show that like the the, the hands are. You know, we all know they are capable of grasping, they're capable of, you know, manipulating, but I don't think people properly understand just how sensitive they are, especially when you add in uh, fingerprints. Fingerprints along were thought to be solely for grip. What we actually now realize is that fingerprints probably do contribute to improved grip, but if you were able to zoom in on a finger on a fingerprint, there are these raised areas called papillae, and what will happen is when you drag your fingertips across the surface, it actually deforms. And then as soon as you move uh, far enough past, that papillae will snap back. And basically what I'm saying here is when you deform your fingerprint, it sends a neurological signal to your brain to help you interpret texture. Fingerprints, while they improve grip, are likely there to help you say, oh, I'm touching plastic. Oh, I'm touching wood. Oh, I'm touching rubber, some, some type of texture. And when you put all this together, it's just amazing to me when you look at, say, like Pilates practitioners or yoga practitioners in that your ability to actually balance, position yourself properly, all those things, those are using the same nerve endings and the amount of information that's going to your brain and your brain is able to process it and the feedback systems and how everything's going back and forth. It is absolutely incredible just when you think about the sheer amount of signals being sent to the brain from the hand with some very basic movements. So for me, that was that bold step of, of stepping in. And what I found was that when we strip back the identification, and we just use language like breath, core support, front body, back body. And we, we really just pulled all the equipment ideas away in terms of is this classical or contemporary? And we just worked with each other in a safe space. I had 50% classical and 50% contemporary, and they were all interacting. And it was wonderful, amazing, because it was like the movement brought us together. The exploration yes. brought us together. So, yes. you know, there was, uh, there's no off-putting language. It's like everyone yes. is invited to, to the party. And that's that inclusion piece that's part of the teaching fundamentals too, is that we're all invited. There's always yes. a seat, yeah. Yes, that should be a t-shirt. <laughs> Ron had a very good time in deposition. Um, <laughs> Another stage for him. 
Uh, yes, yes. So uh, he really entertained the the Judge Marion Cedarbaum during the trial. He was quite entertaining then too. Do you want to hear a little story about that one? Yes. Uh, I guess Judge Cedarbaum said, "Well, why doesn't Ramana like you?" And oh no, Ron said. <laughs> God bless you, Ron. <laughs> I have to laugh. He said, well, you see, R Ramana wanted to be the queen and I got the role. <laughs> that That's Ron. If someone was a lay person, a non-fitness industry professional, that they would be able to understand the book, the content, and that it would be useful to them as well. How long did it take you to write the book? It was about a five-year process from really starting to figure out how to present the material to the end of the editing process. There was a couple of years where I made serious false starts, I call them, and wrote chapters, wrote an intro, wrote a chapter one, mapped out with post-it notes on a foam core board content. And I wrote, the first time I tried writing it, it was the intro and the chapter one and chapter one was all about assessment. And when I got done with chapter one, I was like, I have now bored myself. No one is going to read this. Did you always want to be a ballet dancer? Oh, yes, uh, I I was dancing since I was three years old. I was very, very young when I started, like like lots of children, yeah, do. But I fell in love with ballet, so I never stopped dancing. And I was getting like, with time, I was getting more and more dedicated to it. And it became my biggest passion. Yeah, so I was this kid that I would my life would be ballet, I would breathe ballet. So I, I wanted to be a professional ballerina. I had that dream and I was fighting for it. You know, I was very passionate. Do you think Joe would agree with how physical therapists have incorporated his methodology? I definitely think he would be very flattered. Physical therapists, you know, always treat the acute addition, a condition, and then they send people out in the world with some exercises. So consequently, one always wondered as a physical therapist whether these people actually rehabbed properly. Now, Pilates is that stepping stone from the acute treatment to full rehabilitation and safely. So a lot of physical therapists learned Pilates they saw the value of it and they can keep the client a little bit longer or the patient it would be then a little longer to rehab them a little better and then send them to continue with another Pilates teacher. So I write them in German. I tried for the spine corrector for the first time to start to write them in English first, but I found out it's impossible for me. It doesn't flow, you know? I'm kind of stuck. I'm sitting here and I cannot go through one exercise without feeling like I, I don't have the words to describe what I want. So I started in German 
Then when I have done the German version, I teach with the German version first. So I, I, I put it to practice. I go to my studio and I use it for my education. I have a weekly education program and the monthly education program. And I collect their inputs. So what I'm saying extra, which I haven't put in the manual so far, what is their feedback, you know? So that's the first. It's sort of like you're, you're quote unquote workshopping this project. They kind of fall into one of two baskets. I haven't found anything I felt like in between. Either it's catered to those who have enough discretionary income to put the 800 plus dollars per month, you know, into their privates, which I believe is that there's a place for that. Privates duets, they have their trainer, their trainer works with them every single time versus the other, the other in which I think more people of color, LGBTQ, those, those communities that are are underrepresented, disregarded in the health fields and fitness, they're going to go more towards basket number two, which is the more watered down Pilates I find, which because it's affordable, because it's a, the first class is free. Be, and they don't know that, you know, and I'm going to might get myself in a little bit of trouble. I don't really consider once you pass a certain teacher to student ratio, you can't call it classical. You can, you just can't. Unless you're working with a massive group of advanced people, you're losing that detail, that moving from the center work. And I just don't see a place when you have 20 machines that aren't classical machines and one teacher where everyone, they're just calling out commands, how they're able to take that work and translate it to their life. And so when they run out of the money for that, or they injure themselves, or they don't feel the difference in that workout, then they stop doing it because the money matters so much. So we started What's Your Workout, and when editors were concerned with COVID that people wouldn't have access to gyms, that's when we launched Anatomy of a Workout, which has actually become the more popular more, Yes, more interesting. And I think, again, for a lot of people, they just go through the gym and they go through the motions. And my idea, I'm super nerdy. Like, I always want to, like, know why I'm doing things and what it's working and my idea with this column is really to educate readers like here's why you should do a lunge and here are the muscles that's working and here is why this will help improve your daily quality of life you can't meaningfully demonstrate at an educational level on film every structure in a single form because you have to destroy some structures to demonstrate others uh, and so having thoroughly destroyed the nervous system for the Anna and Z project, I was like, I need to do justice to that. And also because as as wide as my audience is among the Pilates and yoga and massage and structural integration communities, I wanted to offer something that the naturopaths and osteopaths and med students and and such could also be helpful, extra helpful to them because they do have a demand to understand those features as well. But I wanted to demonstrate them in a way that was coherent with my integral style and perspective. To me, it's not about changing somebody's behavior. I think it's about finding your voice uh, and saying, this behavior is impacting the group in this way. Could you substitute this for another behavior that would be better for the whole group? So when you come in, 
on the phone. It's distracting to all of us who are participating. Basically make a different choice, but please take your conversations outside. Happy to have you come in after it's done. And when people come in, please be aware of coming in as quietly as you possibly can as not to distract from the the flow. That might mean arriving and leaving your shoes outside, putting things in cubbies or whatever as we have out there. There's an intent and a reason for this. Without being angry, I think you could just say, it just makes it easier for all of us. If, If that's possible, if it isn't, we need to talk about having a different a different conversation or please find another place that would be more accommodating to what is needed on your end. They convinced me to go to an Aldoa class. They said, well, our Pilates teacher told us about this and we think you'd really like it if you like Pilates. So I went and within, you know, the first few minutes of the class, I was just thinking, oh, how do I learn how to do this? This is amazing. Just based off of how my body was feeling. You recognized right away that this would inform your Pilates teaching then? Well, it made me, I appreciated the precision of it in the same way that I appreciated the precision of Pilates. I had a similar feeling to the way I did the first time I did Pilates. The first time I got on the reformer, just, wow, what is this? What's happening to my body? This feels amazing. And I was so curious. Everyone says that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And uh, so it's exciting when you discover something new that gives you that feeling. So I feel like that's why the prison was, it came to me through the church, which was another blessing for, from being there. A colleague from Celebrate Recovery already works in their, in their life skills project, their life skill, I don't know how they call ministry that they have, which is a Christian ministry. And I asked, I'm always asking, do you know if they would like Pilates everywhere I go? So this is, this is a woman's detention center in Broward County, Florida. Yes, this is a a low security. It's not high security in the sense that they aren't uh, very aggressive criminals. What was it about Joe's teachings that resonated with you the most? And did you ever have a ballet injury? Did you come to him because you had an injury? How did that play out? No, I started with Joe because Dorothy Alexander, the director of the Atlanta Ballet, which I was a member of, uh, had recommended Joe. And I called her because I was constantly told that I had a weak back and no one was telling me what to do for it. And when I called Miss Dorothy, she said, go to Joe. So Joe realigned me. I was very sway back and he placed my spine in a much, much more correct position and gave me the strength in the upper body. Speaking of money, how can people donate to your GoFundMe page? Yeah, so they can go to GoFundMe and um, search on the Pilates Transparency Project, or if they're not already a follower of the Pilates Transparency Project Instagram, I would say follow the Instagram. There's a link in the link tree of the Instagram that will bring you right to the GoFundMe. And in fact, the the link tree on the Instagram could bring people to 
a few places. If they haven't read the New York Times article, there's a link to it there. I forget everything that's on the link tree right now, but there's definitely a link to the GoFundMe. There's a, probably a link to our YouTube. There's a copy of both the complaint and the counterclaim. If people are so inclined to want to read through those gory details, they can. But definitely the link to the GoFundMe is there. So that's, that might even be the simplest way to do it is to just... Go to GoFundMe. Or go to our Instagram, go to the Instagram, follow the Instagram, and then link to... Except, except some people don't do Instagram. Yeah, so if you don't do Instagram, go to GoFundMe.com and you search on Pilates Transparency Project. And we're there. Is it the, the Pilates Transparency Project? Is there a the or just Pilates Transparency Project? No, I think it's just Pilates Transparency Project. Okay. If any yoga or a certainly Pilates instructor who's listening wants to have a chat with you, what's the best way? It is a little more difficult to do that these days than it has been in the past. You know, we, Jonathan and I are, it's funny, like Jonathan right now, I'm in a room adjacent to the lab. Jonathan's in the lab right now filming a YouTube video. If he's done by the end of this podcast, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to film some TikToks. What we recommend is right now, like we're almost always trying to film and because we're to have so much on that we're trying to do. Like we're also trying to make out, um, make online courses for people for all sorts of career paths, including like continuing education credits for massage therapists. But if we have the time, the best way to contact us would be to go through our website. So if you go to instituteofhumananatomy.com, there's a contact form that'll actually make its way to us. And that is the single best way to, uh, to try and get in contact with us. And if we have the time, if we have the ability to meet with you, it's something Jonathan and I absolutely love to do. Carrie, if other Pilates teachers and or students want to learn more, are you available? Can they reach out to you? I am. Yes, I would love that. Of course, conversations, right? That's how we all grow in community and we all need each other. So I'm not the only sound practitioner. There's many all over the country and we'll find you someone somewhere. Wonderful. <laughs> okay. So how, what's the best way to, to, uh, do they email? Yeah. So you can, I'm on Instagram. So that's at Carrie Miller Pilates. That's my, my account name. My website is CarrieMillerPilates.com. And my email is CarrieMillerPilates at gmail.com. All right, easy. So that's pretty much yes. it. <laughs> easy. Wonderful. Thank you. Just inspiring and calming. And we all need it. We all need it. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for introducing this sound modality into the Pilates world. Thank you for taking a chance yes. as this is new in my journey and sharing this process of learning something new. Yes. We, we can't be, you know, have a, too big of an ego that... You get in front of the work. I've always said that. You can't get in front of the work and as soon as you do, it's over. Yeah. I, our, our job is is really to transform the other person. So when when you're the teacher and you're trying you're trying to be brilliant and you're trying to use all these important words and and your own philosophy is that the student experience what what are we doing we're trying to transform the student. So we're simply blessed to be a vehicle in that, yes. in that moment, in that person's life. 
Gwen, how and where can people purchase your fabulous book? <laughs> well, it's all over the place. So if you are a studio owner or a bookstore that would like to stock the book for sale for your clientele, you can purchase the book on Ingram or you can purchase from Penguin Random House and I can send the correct link for that. So those folks could just email me or text me after the show and I'm happy to share that information. The book is on multiple websites, including Amazon, on which I have an author profile. So you can follow me when I start blogging again, you'll get updates. It is on Barnes and Noble, Copperfields, Goodreads, and more. On my website, GwenMillerStudio.com, if you look at the book page, there are live links to all of those different booksellers. And if you have a special bookstore that you like to go to that you would like to support, you can go in and if they do not have the book stocked, request them to order it for you from Ingram. And that way the bookstore gets the profit from the book. How can people learn more about Empower Pilates? Well, they can go to our website. It's www.empowerpilates.com.br for Brazil. The initials from Brazil. Or they can also send us an email. Like for the ones who are in the United States, they can write me directly to Marcela, M-A-R-C-E-L-A dot Zia, Z as a zebra, I-A, at empowerpilates.com.br. So I would be more than happy to talk, to help, to make a call if necessary, or video call, whatever the person will, will feel comfortable with to help them know more about our company. Now, if people listening don't want to come running to your studio, to work with you. Something's wrong with them. I certainly do. <laughs> if people do want to contact you about classes and workshops, what's the best way? Uh, the best way is to go to my site, www.sonjimayo.com. I list all my workshops on that. My email is there. My cell phone number is there. So if they want to contact me, it's best to just go to my site and find the contact details. And they can also see what's coming up and where we're going. And and, and I do get a lot of that. I, I find people have turned up at workshops and I go, how did you get here? And she goes, oh, I looked on your site. Oh. So, and the registration is there for all the workshops all over the world or in, and in America. So they can just do it directly. And your studio is located where? It's located in Nashville. And these manuals are sold on Amazon, is that correct? Yeah, I, I'm so sorry because I know people, many people don't like it that way, but at the moment, this Kindle Direct Publishing is the best way for a German to sell your manuals worldwide. I'm looking into other options always, but it is 
I'm, I'm not a technician. <laughs> and uh, when I see uh, Noble Barnes and all the other services, sometimes they cost, they are not so easy to handle. I know it might be a pain to, to bring the money there, and um, but you really get it printed where you are. How do people contact you? Our website and um, not, and uh, <laughs> that's a marketing yeah. question. Go, Rachel. Well, what is, what via is our website? <laughs> they can contact us via our website, PilatesSchoolSF.com. We're also on Instagram under the same Pilates School SF. Uh, we're also on Facebook. I'll be completely honest. We are not the most active on social media these days because we are teaching and teaching teachers who are teaching and teaching, teaching teachers, teaching teachers, etc. So uh, we're a little slow on that, but uh, the website is kind of the hub for everything. So you can come and check us out and see what we're about and ignore the typos because <laughs> we're cute like that. Do you have open house? Our social events, our next social event is July 15th. Yeah, I believe so. It is on the website anyway. Uh, we, any persons, our social events are open to the public. You can go in and sign up. And there are these great little where we combine Pilates food and people who love Pilates. And you get a chance to really come in and feel the community that we're building and get a chance to try some Pilates out. I believe beers, bears, and barbecue you is we're going to focus on all the work that you can do on a spine corrector a small barrel and a large barrel and then we're going to put some delicious either you know meat or mushroom deliciously barbecued and smoked mushrooms or meats in your mouth and then have some delicious beers and have some conversation about pilates wonderful that's wonderful what, yeah so it's all those are always open to the public uh as well as anytime we can fedagle yeah. your pretty miss gold to come down and yeah teach a thing come and hang too. out yeah so those are also great great events to come with you had on. me at beer <laughs> that's all it took this whole time i'm oh very easy that's what you meant sort of by souped up well again and it's not classic like they might add movements that joseph wouldn't have so right means like a little like i'm trying to think non-tradition like non-traditional non-traditional right like you say there's lots of variety and lots of options for whatever you can afford and if you can't afford anything there's online lots of free classes yoga too thank you for your time and and good luck with all of your writing and all of your traveling thank you yeah, I need the I need the Pilates and yoga to prevent all the aches from being smushed into a plane. So, okay. In closing, what do you see in the future for Integral Anatomy? Mm. It is my hope to to transform the way the world perceives the body, so that it's appreciated as a gift rather than feared as a problem to be solved as a mistake to be fixed, as a troublesome burden to be born. I, I, if, I feel that if people transform their relationship to their bodies and recognize what a profound gift it is and how much is going right with it every day, they could change their thought frame around their bodies in a way that would enhance their life experience and enable them to dive into their body deeply enough to realize that the entire universe is accessible through it and that we're all ultimately mystics as a result of this body that we are gifted with and that its powers are untried and that the 
that the somanautical journey is uh, is ultimately a, a, a journey into into the expansion of spirit and consciousness so that we can recognize ourselves as a not only our body as one but all of us as one so tell us your website again if that's the best way to reach out to you yeah, it's either just jenniferabrams.com and jennifer two ends and then abrams.com or just my email jennifer at jenniferabrams.com and you'll find me and I'll tell you this is funny this is funny for your for your podcast if you go and you look up jennifer abrams you will also find a bodybuilder and so she has jenniferabrams.net and you will see a woman in a bikini um, <laughs> who's, you know, who's like, a, you know, and goes, is that you? And I go, no, that's not me. She has wanted my website for years. Oh. Um, I am I am a communications and educational consultant. And so I am not the bodybuilder. If teachers want to learn more about Eldoa, uh, what you have to offer, how best to reach out to you? So if you want to learn about Eldoa in the U.S., or actually globally, there's a website called Eldoa Voyer. So that's E-L-D-O and then V-O-Y-E-R, E's last name, dot com. And that should have all the practitioners worldwide and the certification courses taking place in the U.S. If you want to find me specifically, I do all of my business stuff under the name Authentic Body Control. So that's how you could find me on Instagram or email. And I'm fairly responsive. I'm one of those people that like I can't leave messages unread. So uh, so you can write me on any of those things and find me. And if anybody has questions about uh where to train, I can put you in touch with colleagues that are closest to them where they can uh, do Eldoa or even just take a class. In the perfect world, what would you like to have happen with your Pilates ministry? I would like for it to grow. I would like to see more people feeling called to do the same. I, I would like for us to just connect with other people and just what can we do together? There's, you know, there's power in numbers. So if more instructors that have an hour of their week or professionals that would say, I would like to donate an hour, Paula, can you find a space for me? And I'll find a space for you wherever you're at. I'll contact the department wherever you want to be in and we'll figure it out a way. Do you have any advice for Pilates teachers today who are either just entering the field or have been around for 10 years or 20 years? What do you think Joe would say? What would his advice be? Well, one of the things, and I'm going to be brutal on this, uh, Darian, one of the things that I think I may have mentioned on the first interview that uh, one of the networks NBC, CBS, ABC, I don't remember which one. But he was ready to sign the contract and they were going to put him on the air. At the last moment, he did not sign that contract because he knew that he would be prostituted. He is prostituted today. Those who are really there for the proper training, but you mentioned the young people coming in. 
don't be content with getting your certification from an online course. Go further with it. I wish you an inspiring 2024. Let's collectively borrow some of that power we feel from our Pilates practice and use it to envision a world that focuses its energy on health, healing, and most of all, peace. Thanks again to all of my wonderful guests for sharing their stories and knowledge. See you here next year for season six of All Things Pilates. 